Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another great episode of Wrestling 101 with Jackson. I am the co-host, Stephen Booth, and this is the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, the Mississippi River, the great one, the Ahmed, the wonderful, great, and sassy Jackson Booth. How you doing today, Mr. Host? Good. Can I get a little closer to the mic? You're like right there. All righty. I'm glad everybody's having a good time. So how did everybody's holiday go? We know already that me and my dad and my sisters all went good. Yeah, we uh we got some snow actually. That was pretty dang awesome because yeah. we don't get snow much here. We live in uh Minerwells, Texas. It's an hour west of uh Fort Worth, so we don't get much snow. And when we do, it's like ah, oh, but it melted that day. But everybody north of us, like in uh, Oklahoma and Kansas, they got uh, their snow, Cause and we it were, stayed. Cause we won't always just stay. Cause I didn't fail. Well, ours stayed that night a little. Sorry if you're hearing screeching. I'm just doing some last-minute adjusting. Yeah, but uh, Mr. Reed. Yes, Mr. Reed is our studio dog today. We have studio dogs in here, so Two, hey, we, we're a dog dog family. <coughs> but uh, buddy, I hate to start our program off on a sad note, but you know we lost a lot of good people, a lot of good wrestlers. People you probably didn't know about that were wrestlers last year. Um. And uh, the biggest one that I think that shocked us all was uh, Brody Lee. That one really shocked everybody because it was just out of the blue. I didn't know he had lung problems. Because soon my dad told me, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I told Jackson that it, that he died, and it was just, it was sad. I mean, he was 41, two kids. That's why you never take life for granted, guys. Because he was kind of close to my, like he was young like my dad. Yeah, he was, uh, I'm 44, he's 41. Yeah, it was, it's sad. So, but there was a lot of uh, wrestlers, like I said. And they even made a song about it. Yeah, YouTube. the uh, his the tribute that AEW did to Brody Lee was very, very awesome. Yeah. Cause very looked, awesome. Because he looked to the side, I want to take a moment of your time, and then showed him. Driving a car, getting out. Yes. But uh, here's a list of people that passed away. I'm not. We'll go into detail with these guys later, but here's some legends that died, kind of went under the radar. But the one, Brody's the one who shocked us all. Yeah. We didn't even know that he died. Yeah. Well, the first one, uh, Harry, uh, Howard Finkel. Howard Finkel, Finkel was a, a ring announcer for uh, Vince McMahon. His dad, I think he was the first ring announcer up there. Then you got uh, the Kamalian Giant. I remember him when I was a kid. He was big and scary. He was he was a good wrestler. Then you had Parpo Farpo. He is the one who had invented the, oh, yeah. It wasn't the Macho Man. No. This guy did it before the Macho Man. The Macho Man started doing it. Because by the time Macho Man started really getting into the wrestling, being famous, Parpo uh he, Parpo Pampo, anyways, Farpo, he uh, was already kind of retired by 86, so, but then you had Rip Oliver, he passed away, then you had Road Warrior Animal, other Road Warriors passed away, Rocky Johnson's, 
uh, Rocky Johnson passed away. That's uh, The Rock's dad, Dwayne Johnson. Tracy Smothers passed away. Zeus, Pat Patterson, La Parca, Bob Armstrong, Danny Hodges, Shade Gaspard, and, uh, oh, that's it. That, but, I mean, that's a lot of good legends that I'm going to go over. So, And that's one reason why I wanted to... Oh, sorry. Because Pat Patterson was actually like a good wrestler back Yeah, he was good back in the day. He was but, a face paint, a long hat. He didn't wear a face paint. That's Road Warrior. Pat Patterson wrestled before my time. I know, but... But he was behind the they, scenes after that. I don't know why they put face paint on Pat Patterson. They didn't, Jackson. But on 2K20, they did. Well, that's on a game. We're not talking about a game, dude. Not talking about the game. We're talking about real life. Yes. Um, but, yeah, uh, we'll be doing the, the... the Like I said, the main reason we wanted to do this was kind of get people out there knowing wrestling, knowing some of these legends. It's legends that we have out there that are dying because history... The history of wrestling that the history of these older folks have is dying. All the stories they have, all the backstories, all the stuff that they was a part of, the big events that happened in wrestling. All these things, all these people are passing away and dying. So that's why one reason why I wanted to start it to keep the keep the history going. You know, keep uh, going for the young kids. You know, like Jackson's age. You know, five or seven or eight or nine, but. I think we need to take a little 10 second pause for uh, all the, uh, <coughs> excuse me, people who passed. I'm going to adjust this real quick. You only, you only, you forgot one that died. Oh God, I went the wrong way. Oh, I'm sorry guys, give me a minute. I know this looks like I'm grabbing something. The camera. You actually, okay. he's just Okay, that's kinda, better. He's just, what? That's a lot better. Because he's just trying to, like, move the Yeah, move it. That's what... But, yeah, I think we need to take, like, a little 10-minute pause real quick and um, a salute to think. all the wrestlers who passed. And Brody Lee was a good guy. I didn't know he was so um, loved by everybody. You know, I knew, I knew where he... I knew... I, I didn't start watching until he got to the, to the uh, WWE. And... Um, he was a good wrestler, good guy, seems like. I mean, he just seems like an all-around guy. It's very sad, you know. Because I showed my sister that song. She's like, turn Yeah, she was crying. Change it. Um, but uh, anything you want to say to say before we uh, do our 10-second salute and be quiet real quick? Yeah. And if you guys ever want to go... No, to the people who passed, like... Like under the giant. Oh God, never mind. Anyways, talking about the people who passed away this year, Jackson. Anyways, uh, hey, uh, ten second uh salute, guys, to the uh wrestlers who fell and uh Brody Lee, man, you're gonna be missed. Y'all are all gonna be missed, man. Danny Hodges, Smothers, I mean, geez, Rip Oliver, I mean, it's sad. Our the the sport of wrestling is um diminishing and getting smaller and i don't like that that's why i want to really want to really wanted to start this program and get the uh kids involved but um Pat Patterson and Lee were most of good wrestlers. 
Yes, that was all good wrestlers, bud. Um, but uh, here we go, guys. Uh, all right. That's for all the uh, fallen people who uh, who have uh, passed away this year. Gonna miss you guys. All right. Well, because it's kind of sad because Brody just came to the AEW and he just started doing yeah. the Dark Order. And plus, he was kind of like the leader. So now yeah, the leader so it just, I wonder how, what the, how they're going to do that storyline now. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so we are going to pick up with Ric Flair in this spring of 1985. <laughs> the tag team of Ole Anderson and Iron Anderson started helping Ric Flair out attack people. Tolly and uh, they was doing it because supposedly uh, Ole Anderson and Ric Flair were like cousins or something in the storyline. Oh. So that's why they was helping their, you know, their their cousin out. Like when Randy, I mean not when Randy Orton, but when Roman Reigns had to turn his back on his cousin. Yeah. Well, I don't know why people do that these days. Well, I don't know. Well, then Tolly Blanchard started a. Uh, joining the team and helping them out and that's when they became the four horsemen they became the four horsemen when uh uh iron anderson was doing a uh, promo about it and he was like we're like the four horsemen you know of the apocalypse and da 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 and yeah and uh, that's how the name started he just kind of went with it you know and then uh the, like i said the four horsemen formed they, and uh, that was them sending a message to everybody in the NWA. And J.J. Uh, Dillon joined because he was their manager. There were They were in control of all the titles. Ric Flair was the heavyweight title guy. Uh, I think they had, the, yeah, they had the tag team belts and television belts. Oh uh, yeah, so they had all three belts in their stable. Yeah, they were the uh, top guys for a couple of years with many different members of the Four Horsemen, you know. And then he uh, wrestled with uh, the W with the WCW after the the NWA was uh, starting to go out of business. Yep, yeah, but they came back. Yeah, but with a different kind of show. Yeah, we'll we'll talk more about that towards the end. <laughs> Stay tuned for that part. He started there until '91 when he went to the w, to the WWE and he took the WCW belt with him. I remember that when I was a kid, when he went through the WWE with the belt and yeah, he had a pretty decent run up there in Oklahoma. I mean, in Oklahoma, <laughs> a pretty good run up there in uh, New York and uh, with the with the WWE. In 92, Ric Flair, what? Oh. It was kind of like back. I was falling back. Yeah, but oh, okay. In 1992, he won the Royal Rumble, and then he started a feud with Randy wow. Savage. Now, their feud was a pretty good match. We need to watch some of the matches sometime, have yeah. a watch along sometime. Maybe that'll be bonus. God bless me. Mm. My dad's trying Maybe that'll be bonus footage we can put on for... Uh, 
the YouTube. But we only watched like a couple of them with Hulk Hogan, Randy yeah. Savage, and all those people. Okay, they were the top players. Okay. 92 Royal Rumble. Okay, and uh, he was uh, kept uh, playing around with uh, with uh, Randy Savage saying he dated Elizabeth first. Saying Elizabeth was his first. That was the deal. He kept poking Randy saying, ha ha, she was mine first. And she really wasn't. He was just lying. Yeah. Who was that? Randy Wayne was actually his first. Randy Savage, you mean? Yeah, Randy Savage. And then in February of 1993, he returned to the WCW back as the face of the company. He was the face for like the southern part of wrestling for a long time. Because I grew up watching a lot of, pretty lot of his, a lot of his matches because he was on the 605, man. Well, then after that, he stayed there until 2001 when the WCW was bought by the WWE. He still rest, wrestled at the age of 50 and would manage. <coughs> That's when in uh, 2002 he joined Triple H, uh, Batista, and Randy Orton to have the uh, revolution, uh, evolution. Evolution. And then him and Batista won the tag team belts. Then in 2008, they lost the match at WrestleMania with Shawn Michaels and and lost. Oh, wait, no, they didn't. He had his retirement match in 2008 with Shawn Michaels and lost. That was his last WWE match. Who Shawn Michaels won? Yes, that was a retirement match. He had to retire him. I remember that match. Yeah, it was good. It was a good one. And then he went to Ring of Honor for a little bit, just doing, you know, just little promos and stuff. Then he went to uh, TNA for a little bit, wrestled a little bit longer. TNA? Yes, it's a different wrestling company. Uh, Impact Wrestling now. Oh, well. But now he is retired and still makes appearances on the uh, WWE. He does, too. Yes. Okay, now here's a list of all his championships and how much, how... Uh, how many times he won them. He was the NWA Mid-Atlantic champ four times. He was the tag team champ three times. And he was the television champ, the the NWA Mid-Atlantic television champ once. Then he was the uh, NWA television champ once. And that's just the regular NWA title. That's not the Mid-Atlantic title. Then he won the uh, NWA Heavyweight World Champion belt five times. Then he won the World NWA Championship uh, ten times. Jeez, that's a lot. Yes, then he won the WCW uh, Interstate uh, WCW United States Championship once. And then the World Heavyweight uh, seven times. So, yeah. That's how many belts he won through his career. And he wrestled in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and in the uh, 2000s. So for 40 years, he was involved in wrestling, man. Well, shoot, man. That's a long time to wrestle right there, fellas. Well, he is close to his 80s now. Hey, I was kind of right. 
But yeah, guys, y'all need to go look up Ric Flair, uh, his matches. Him and Steamboat had some good matches. Randy Savage is a good match. Him and Dusty Rhodes had some good ones. Roddy Piper. Uh, just look them up. Look up Ric Flair. You'll find anything and everything on him. Study it, guys. He's another great one you need to uh, look into. And like I said, man, these guys that I'm telling you about and talking to you about, go back and uh, Google them up. See what you find. See what you know. Do you see what you discover? And then maybe email us back and tell us what you found out. Yeah. Like I said, if we're not right, let us know. Because don't just scream at my dancing. Oh, you ain't right. You ain't right. Now, this episode is probably only going to be like 30 minutes, but that's okay. Yeah, because it's no just episode people. two. Because we came back a pretty late. Yeah, and I'm still learning to split these stories up. I should have kept more on, a little less, uh, a little more on the Frick Flair, but yeah, I did Yeah, but we're it. just trying to like do longer ones and like... Yeah, but we'll get there eventually. Yeah. But um, yeah, y'all need to look Rick Flair stuff up. He was a great... I remember watching him as a kid when I was about your age. He was awesome to watch wrestle. I guess that is pretty old. Yeah. He, uh... He had some good matches with the Von Erichs. That, you know. I forgot the Von Erichs. Well, they was wrestling my time. Their yeah. sons wrestle now, but I don't think you've seen uh, Kevin's sons wrestle. No. But, yeah, it's, uh... He's a... Ric Flair was a very, very landish dude. He, uh, lived the... Lived the life in the pro style of... What, what does he always say? Styling, profiling. To be the man, you gotta beat, beat the, man. the man. Jet gotcha. flying, kiss stealing, limousine riding, wheeling, dealing. Woo, son of a gun. That's what you always say. Yeah. Once I was always trying to beat the little crap out of me. <laughs> but yeah, y'all look him up. Ric Flair, he's, he's uh, one of the good ones. See, my sister's always trying to like be mean to me, but too. But one day, me near. Hey, we're not here to talk about Stephanie, Stephanie and you getting having wrestling matches. Focus. It was a boxing match. Anyways, we are. I guess we'll go over some uh, MJF, and then we'll feed you in a little bit. Like I said. Some more about how we're gonna be doing our shows and when, so. But we will all we will always have a uh, video. What are you doing over there, Mister? Look at your face. Now we're gonna talk about somebody that Jackson is a big fan of. <laughs> M J F. I'm better than you, and, and you, you know, know it. Kiss the ring. He is one of the young and up-and-coming wrestlers in the in in wrestling today, and he is a very good heel, which heel means he is a bad guy. Yep. My my two sisters hate. Yeah, they don't like him because he's always trying to beat up on Cody, and they're big Cody Rhodes fans. Yeah, but we're MJF. Sometimes a Cody fan. Yeah. Cause when MJ, I remember when Kenny Omega cheated. Yeah, I know. He's so mean. To I know. We'll talk about that on the other show. Other show. Yeah, our other wow, 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 talk show. Wow, 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 the one you help me with, Jared, sometimes. Yeah, cause since he ain't coming. 
He will again. Don't worry about it. But uh, ha cha 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 cha. Okay, we're gonna go for MJF. Like I said, it's Jackson's favorite guy. I like him, man. He's a good heel. He is good on the mic. He's a good wrestler. He's just he's a very talented guy. He's very good. Like he always got ring ready for nothing. Yeah. Ready for anything. Oh yeah. Like Cody or like. Someone from the inner circle tries to beat some crap of them, boom, they're done. They're out of there. Yeah, they're in a whole different dimension. <laughs> <laughs> okay, MJF is 24 years old. He's a professional wrestler. He's a he's a young and up-and-coming star. He is one of the best heels of the day. And he is very good. He was trained by... Brian Myers and Pat Buck and made his ring debut in Hicksville North I mean in Hicksville New York for uh create a pro wrestling academy in February 2015 he started wrestling in the northeastern part of the United States so he's still wrestling up there around uh New York New Jersey all that area Connecticut then, from 2015 to 17, he wrestled for a Create, Res- create a Pro Wrestling Academy still, or he re- wrestled with them from 2015 to 2017. And then, he was uh, a Gap Tag Team title champ. He had a, and he had the same success there. Kind of mild, not real big yet. Well, then he went to uh, the Five Barrel Wrestling from 2015 to 17. So the same time he's wrestling with these guys, he's wrestling here too. So he's wrestling for two different companies at the same time so far. That's a busy kid. Well, you got to work. You got to put the work in if you want to get big and stuff like MJF and everybody. If you got to put the work in. MJF looks good on my pictures. Yeah. He's so cocky and arrogant. Yeah, I love how he's always cocky when people always come on the mic. Mm-hmm. Like when he did the Chris Jericho. <coughs> okay, he wrestled there. He became he came in in May of 2015. By October of 2017, his last match he had... That was his last match that night, and I believe they said he lost, and he had mild success there. Then he wrestled for the Combat Zone 2 from 2015, from 2015 to 18. So that's one, two, three wrestling different companies he's wrestling for. I realize I haven't seen MJF in AEW lately. Yeah, he's there. He was there last Monday at the Tribute. Well, why is he never wrestled? He wrestled, remember, because he took off uh, Brody Lee's son's mask and his son hit him in the head with that stick. I don't remember. Oh, gosh. Well, you should pay more attention, bud. I don't know what to say if you don't remember it. I can't make you remember it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he was wrestling there. And then, like I said, okay, he was in combat zone. And then in the combat, he came in in August of 19, 2005 as a, as Pete Lightning. That's a stupid name. 
Then uh, October fifth, he came back as MJF, and now he won the. And then he won. He won the uh, CZW Weird Championship, and then he won uh, the Twenty Seven Man Battle Royal. And then he lost the championship, but then he was the first uh, CCR World Heavyweight Champion. And then he wrestled for the major for Major League Wrestling from 2017 till about till 2020. And then he uh, he debuted with them on October 5th in 2017. He had some uh, great success there. Had some uh, the feuds with the Von Erich uh, boys with their sons and stuff. And um, yeah, he uh, and now he. Uh, in 2018, he got with the AEW. Or in 2019, I'm sorry. Yeah, 19, oh I believe. Yeah, but that's just what he's done in his short career. He was wrestling for four companies at one time. So who's next? That's it. But we're going to go over some of the... I figured, too, since a lot of the guys don't know when we say stuff. And besides, if I do this, it'll get us to about a 30-minute podcast, which is good. I, I guess you'll pay I know it's okay. Okay, some of, we're gonna go over, like I said, once a week, some of the lingo of wrestling and stuff. And like I said, if I'm not correctly right all the way, somebody can correct me. It's okay. Don't get mad. All right. The first thing you might hear us say: a blind tag. A blind tag is when the ref doesn't see you tag your partner, or your partner's got his back turned and you just slap his back. That's a blind tag. And the okay, and the booker. A booker is the guy <coughs> who books the. Uh, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get this straight because the booking. Okay, the booker he books the uh, the arenas and stuff, and bookies book the. Uh, Matches and stuff and the storylines and all that. And then when you hear someone say, uh, booked, you know, they booked me. That means that they scheduled him in for a uh, wrestling match that night. Because oh. that's how they used to do it back in the day. Because back in the day, Jackson, back in the territory days, which we'll get into the further we go into this. Uh, but... Back in the days when they had territories, you had like Texas, this area right here where we live, and the Dallas here was one part. Then down there in Houston, that was a territory. In the center of Texas, in central Texas, that was in a territory. Then out west, there's a territory. There's another one in uh, the Panhandle. But everybody in different state had their different territories and stuff and all that where guys could go and go away for a while and then come back and, oh, my, yeah, you know. So the territory days were back when they was really busy. But another word is bump. You might hear me say sometimes, man, that guy was a good worker. He could take bumps and all that. That means he's good at uh, taking the bumps, taking the hits and all that. You know, taking the taking the moves, taking the hits, taking the falls, you know. Then we have... A cheap shot. A cheap shot is like when a ref ain't looking and you poke the guy's eyes or you hit him in the crotch or you 
do something illegal without the uh, ref seeing you. No, which, hit him in the ding ding. That's what the crotch is, Jackson. I think everybody knows what that is. And then, you know, just stuff like that. That's a cheap shot. And then when we say championship, that's the guy who won the belt who is the champion uh. of whatever. You know what a champion is, so don't oh like you. And then dirt sheets. When I say dirt sheets, that's what people call the uh, magazines that write about wrestling, the dirt sheets. Because oh. sometimes their information isn't always accurate, but, like, you know, you don't need to crucify them for it. Be nice. They just messed up. Just be nice to them. But uh, I do hope all you guys uh, go and uh, check these guys out we're talking about. And like I said, we'll start doing watch-alongs. We'll pick a, uh, when we get more popular with this, we'll pick a, uh, match. a match to watch. And you guys watch it from where you're watching it. And we'll watch it together and we'll live stream it. And I'll, we'll talk about it. And I'll try to tell you what. I know why we're watching it and all that. So I think it'll be fun. And then eventually we'll do some uh, live streams on Facebook and stuff. But I'm seriously looking forward to this year. Because we're going to be doing two episodes a month. So these first two are for January. And the, the in January it's going to be Ric Flair. And then next month we're going to talk about old Harley Race. He was an older guy. He was tough too. There's one story, Jackson, where he was at a restaurant eating and there's some guys giving a woman trouble. He goes over there and straightens them out. Then the woman goes, you know, they got a, a gun, right? Well, he goes over there and he knocks the guy out that uh, had the gun, but the other guy had a knife and stabbed him. And he still survived and beat that guy up. How That's how tough he was. How did he not die from a stab? Well, it just depends. It, it, when you get stabbed, it depends on where people stab you. I just, just we don't need to talk about where and all that. Just we don't need to go into discussion. But yeah, he was a uh, he was another one of them tough guys from the old school. And another word, old school. That's guys like from Harley Race's era and farther back, you know. But I sure hope you guys are enjoying this. Me and Jackson are having fun doing it. Yeah. And uh, we love our wrestling, guys. But, um, hey, we will get on out of here. Uh, this has been wrestling, wrestling. Okay, go ahead. Wrestling 101 with Jackson. Did I say it right? Yes. And then say, I'm your host. I'm your host, Jackson. And this is your co-host, Stephen Booth. And this has been a Boothianos podcast production. Thank yeah, you. And our bye. Family, our family just have podcasting. All right. You want to tell them bye? Good, good night and good 2021, 20, 20, 20, baby. Woo, looking forward to it. It should be fun. Yeah, with all this cool.